This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was catching up. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustig. And folks, it's been about a, a month. A second. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a second that's lasted about 30 days, but we're mm-hmm. back. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we could call it summer vacation, but is it rude? Actually, that's a first question, Adam. Is it rude not to give any context to the listeners uh, in advance that, hey, we're going to be taking a few weeks off? It wasn't intentional, but is it rude? Do the, do, it should we have a- made a statement? I don't know. Uh, I, I, well, let me think. If I'm, I'm a podcast consumer myself, and yes. there's certain podcasts that um, come in weekly and that I sort of, em- on some level, emotionally rely on. And if they were to take sort of an unexpected hiatus, or if they just weren't in my feed for a month, would I feel? I would feel it's a good question. I don't know if I would feel owed an explanation by my beloved podcast host, mm. but I think it would be like a bonus. I wouldn't expect it, but I think as a listener, I would appreciate it. But I yes, wouldn't expect I, that's it. A I good, think. That's a good way of saying yeah. it. Yeah. It's like I don't think that we showed uh, the Nash the respect they deserve. Maybe in saying, not. Hey, we're going to take a quick break because we have to. Um, right. So just now you know, we didn't even go that far. Like if we were right. if we were the Coca Cola Corporation. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah. just hypothetically say, and if that's a fun thing to say out loud, if we were the Coca-Cola I love Corporation, being a member, I'm a member the, of the Coca-Cola Corporation. Feels good when it comes out, right? Feels really um, good. What if we just didn't produce Coca-Cola classics because we're the Coca-Cola Corporation for uh, I don't know three weeks, and the shelves just didn't have Coca-Cola and McDonald's yeah. didn't have Coca-Cola? You'd think that the Coca-Cola Corporation would put out some sort of press release saying, "Hey, we're taking three weeks off um, from making Coca-Cola." An acknowledgement of some kind, I think, right? And all, but also, I, I guess the flip side of that argument is um, that if I were a Coca Cola consumer and mm-hmm. all of a sudden there was like a three week gap where there was no Coca Cola classics on my mm-hmm. Coca Cola shelves, yes. I would, I think a part of me would think, ooh, they're cooking up something crazy. Oh, wow. I would probably think like, oh, okay, like this is the this is the calm before the storm. This is Got like it. the silence before some big. So new what cool I'm hearing, so what I'm hearing, thing. <laughs> is that no joke is going to doubly disappoint then because yeah. we weren't <laughs> yeah. cooking anything. The no. ovens were off. No ingredients the, were purchased. The burners were off. The burners, the burners were, were off. off. We haven't so, been in the lab, the kitchen, any sort of analogous kind of workshopping metaphor that you want to use. We haven't been doing that. We have not. Um, we just and it begs the not. question, it begs the question, what have we been doing? What have we been doing? And so that's what today's episode is called. It's called Catching Up. The first that's reason, right. the first reason why uh, we missed an episode three weeks ago, yeah. I believe, yeah. was because I was preparing to go on a much needed vacation that's with right. my betrothed. That means exactly. your <laughs> partner? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your partner. Yep. It's a dramatic sounding word. Betrothed. Betrothed. Yes. Yeah. You're betrothed. Yes. Um, me and Marina went to Mexico for yeah, a week. And yeah, man. man, I forgot, like, sometimes you go on vacation when you don't need one and you're like, all right, all right, I'm feeling a little antsy. But when your body, mind, and soul needs a break from it all, vacations yeah. hit. Hit. Yeah, dude. So this t- 
tell, uh, yes, I mean, it looked from your uh, post and just from talking to you about it, it seems mm-hmm. like it was a really awesome, really relaxing, really chill, a proper vacation, a proper yes. sort of like uh, unplugitude, sort of uh, hang by the water, really sort of take the just calm, calm, calm thy nerves kind of yes, vibe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we took, awesome. a, we took a red eye, which first and foremost, cool. what are your thoughts on a red eye? Well, I, I, I am I'm pro, in general. I have to say I'm pro. I'm yeah. pro because I'm I'm a pretty decent plane sleeper. So like mm-hmm. to me, it 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 does the trick. And to like land in a new place and have it be morning is sort of exhilarating and kind of fun. Mm-hmm. If you don't sleep on the plane, it's a special kind of hell. Wow. Or like it's just I like never a little considered that. Yeah, like, like I, I would imagine sleep, that. It, yeah. Oh, then it's like I think it's probably like very disorienting, like very. Uh, uh, I could just like it. Just feels like a headache, like flying through the night, particularly and not dark inside. And oh, it's like blacked yes. out inside and blacked out outside, and everyone is asleep except you. Exactly like that. I'm sure it's like lonely, isolating, frustrating, maddening, mm. um, like going a little stir crazy. But I thankfully, and you're a plane sleeper too. I think right. Oh, for sure. You can sleep for sure. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and I like but so, and I personally like being woken by we are now beginning our initial descent. Yeah, like that that's message, a nice feeling. Like I feel like a little internal victory when I wake up to that message. I'm like it worked. All right. We're already there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so we, yeah, so we took a red eye. We took a red eye cool. to Cancun. Okay. Awesome. Landed in Cancun and like this is on the east side. You're like um you're pretty close to Cuba when you're in Cancun. And cool. um you're on the east side of Mexico. I'm usually right. on the west side of Mexico. Like where I got married, where you married me. That yes, the correct. <laughs> yes, right, right. And I didn't know this, but like Mexico is a pretty like crescent shaped country. Like it really goes down and then hooks back around and goes up. Okay, again. right on. Landed in Mexico and landed in Cancun. In Cancun. Uh, cool. Five hour flight, four and a half hour flight. A shuttle is waiting for us, and this was the first time in my life where someone was standing there nice. with uh, our name written on a like a whiteboard. Very satisfying. Nice, dude. That's kind of, that's some real Coca Cola Corporation type stuff. Mm-hmm. That's big Coca Cola right. Corporation type <laughs> stuff. But first things first, we walk out of the airport, and I was immediately reminded humidity. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's kind of moist down there. Oh my. Different God. climate. You're on you the east side now, California. baby. California. Like yeah. I I take for granted that it's a dry heat, but. Boy, right. oh boy, when that humidity yeah. hits. Woo, were you sweating through your shorts? <laughs> sweating through sweating through everything. Getting the shuttle. <laughs> yeah. Two-hour shuttle ride. So four-hour oh, wow. flight, two-hour okay. shuttle through. Nice. Not jungle, but definitely a remote, um, beautiful cool. greenery. Gets right you to this other big pocket of Mexico where you get on a Got ferry. It. Get on a cool. ferry. Planes, trains, and automobiles. For 15 minutes, the ferry drops wow. you off on an island called Holbosch. H-O-L-B-O-X. Have you ever heard oh, it's of this a, place it, before? I never have, only from your uh, only from your posts or whatever. Didn't yeah. realize that the X was a secret SH. Yes, me neither. Me neither. Didn't but Marina realize said we're going that. to Holbosch, and I said, great. And great. on this island, there are no cars. The oh. only way to get around is golf cart. Um, That's and un- not like that a Florida. is unbelievable. Yes. And, oh, but my like, God. It's not, and it, but it's not like retirement village uh, golf cart energy or anything like that. It is purely like um, unpaved but deeply flat roads in this like very small cityscape. So it's cool. just like everyone cruises at nine miles per hour. And I got to tell you, we should all be doing nine. Dude, that should Maggie, be the speed limit. 
Maggie has said for years, golf cart is the ideal speed of transportation. That's the yes. ideal mode. That's yes. that's the speed at which it, that feels best. Golf cart speed feels best. You can like you can't get hurt. The breeze is yeah too right. Intense. It's like <laughs> yeah. the the wheels are like watermelons. It, the whole yeah. thing is just very <laughs> puffy and comfortable. Yeah, yeah. No doors. It's so nice being in a motorized vehicle with no doors. You it's know, like, it's like do UPS trucks have doors i feel like they just don't have doors and no one knows why is it that nice i think or maybe they have because the passenger side is maybe all doored off or sealed off okay. but then maybe the driver's side you can just hop in and out no door maybe? i don't know there's also like those wranglers those jeep wranglers that just like yeah. you can take the doors off and it's like are doors mandatory like do you get pulled over <laughs> if you don't have a door yeah yeah could i, I rip the doors door. off my prius yeah yeah uh, that's, that's actually a yeah. good idea could I, man? Could I let... Well, so anyway, I, we were driving on these doorless vehicles all throughout Mexico. Right. And awesome. usually around like the three-day mark, four-day mark, I'm getting Nancy. My body yep. has adequately relaxed, yep. and I'm ready yep. to get back into the chaos. And yep. this is one of the first trips in a long time where when we were packing up to leave, I was like, I could have done another two days. Which, wow, nice. That, that's a very rare feeling for me, but also a real sign of success. That's of, great. Um, the trip to Mexico. So we it fly back beautiful. on July 4th. Yes. And our plane lands at like 6.40, no, like 7.30, okay, p.m. Got and it. And I, 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 I timestamp that because at like sunset was like 7.50. And yes. sunset on July 4th means fireworks galore. Fireworkscitygalore.com, everything. And planes yeah. still have to land and fly through thine sky. And yeah, right. And in Inglewood outside of LAX. All of these fireworks going off. That's and cool. All of these planes just straight up forced to go through them and land. Amazing. It was like, I didn't, I was like, this seems very bad and illegal. But that yeah, was that was, the, dude, that's amazing. Now, I want to ask, sounds incredible. Looked like such a fun time. So glad you had a blast and were able to just like fully relax and chill out in Hoblot. Mm -hmm. Is it Hoblosh? Yeah. Holbosh. Hobl yeah. Holbosh. Holbosh. Yes. Um, you went on this ferry. We all here at No Joke Nation, we all know how you feel about the sea, yes. sea life, marine life in general. Yes. yes. Um, the ferry, did it give you any sort of issues? Any uh, uh, was, was the ferry pleasant enough? Uh, and that boat, yeah, boats that size are like too yeah. big for me to be scared. Right. Too big to be scared. Got it. Great. It was like uh, it was a 15 minute ride and it goes nine miles per hour, just like the golf carts. Like it, just it's like a the very, golf cart. It's a take your time type thing, but this will be the so cliffhanger for the first episode. To your point, Great. it's well yes. tread territory that I don't like sea life. Yep. We all and <laughs> smaller yes, boats yes. I can't go on because my brain will fall out of my head. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so it's like that's just a lose lose. But yeah. Marina can go on little boats, and Marina yes. doesn't hate sea life. And Marina no. went swimming with whale sharks. Can you believe it, folks? Can so that's going to be the cliffhanger. Yeah. We have to keep this episode tight. We took three weeks yes. off, and now we have to keep this episode tight. So gotta keep it tight. Advance. Gotta keep it but, tight. Um, yep. <laughs> we'll go act like we'll come back. Okay. And I'll tell you just a few more things that happened on the island. But we'll Can't start wait. with the whale sharks. Looking forward to it. Adam, do we um, want to project? Do you have an idea for the first act break? No, no, no. Please. What, we gonna, what, are we, what, what are we going to say, Bill? I don't know what the sound a whale shark makes. I imagine you don't know what the sound a whale shark makes. So Definitely we not. both um, kind of pitch an idea yeah. for the sound a whale shark makes in the first act break? Can't wait. Let's do it. All right. We're going to whale shark. We'll be right back. Pasta. 
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today, Bill and I are just catching up after a month away from the mics, and those were uh, sort of our best guesses at what uh-huh. a whale shark might <laughs> – what they might sound like sort of in the wild. Mine was sort of a coo into a growl, and Billy's whale shark just sort of says pasta very clearly. <laughs> very, <laughs> very kind of perfect diction, perfect just like <laughs> pasta. Pa- pasta. Stage whisper. <laughs> pasta. Imagine going three hours out to sea. Somebody's screaming, there's a whale shark. Everyone jump off now. You get in, you put on your snorkel, and then all you hear is pasta. 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 <laughs> What do you think they're saying? I think they're saying pasta. pasta. I think it means pa- <laughs> pasta. Um, so Marina, who yeah. is because she's gone whale watching plenty, of, and you both have. Oh, we've maybe, gone right? whale watching, but the oh, last yeah, time she and happened. I went whale watching was in Hawaii, part five, right? And right, part five. That was the <laughs> exactly. last time where that was the that was pretty much my breaking point where I was like, I can no longer do this. Yeah, anymore. I yeah. can no longer go on boats of this size. Of this size, got it. Um, and but whale watching is a wildly different experience. You're saying that Marina was in the water swimming, yes. Yes. swimming yes. with sharks, whale with sharks. whale sharks. And what, the irony so, is that they are called whale sharks, and I believe they are fish. Uh, okay, they right. are. That's just like, but that's like data. Like you see it, and you're like, that looks like a whale shark hybrid. Like it really, yeah, exactly. Does. They can grow that's up right. to forty five feet long. Forty five feet. Fifteen meters. Jeez, this is Jesus like exactly Christ. what I don't like about. The That's ocean. right. This that is, is like, this is right. Like the, the the core of what I don't like about the if ocean. You, Objects if you had to like sort that. Of dream up the scenario, the exact creature that keeps Billy out of the water. It would whale be the, a forty-five foot whale shark that somehow it, neither whale nor shark. Yes, it's well trade territory. Yeah. I've said since I was a teen that the sea will take me out. Like, I know that to be true, that my story ends somehow in the sea. But, like, I don't know the details within that, but the sea will right. take me out. But it's never been, my fear has never been rooted in, like, a shark's going to bite my arm off, though that's right. like a subcategory of all of my fears. It's always just been, like, this big, like, all consuming concept, right? Yeah. And I say some- that. Half sea, half ocean, where that's like all consuming and just like like forever. It goes forever in some yeah you're looking out. But also whale sharks have that all consuming nature. They don't bite or hunt anything. Do you know how a whale shark eats? How? It just opens up its giant face and lets stuff get sucked in. Pasta. 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 And, you know, they do a kind of – pasta isn't that far off now that I think about it because what they have – they, they open up their mouths. They don't have a face. They just have a giant yeah. slit, just one yeah. huge slit, and that slit yeah. opens, and then it just sucks in plankton. But they Whatever's have like, there. Pa- yeah. You know like car washes when at the beginning stages when you get hit with the fettuccine? Yes, of course, of course, of course, yeah. The, the windshield fettuccine. <laughs> yes, 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 I'm familiar, yes. They have they have a whale fettuccine in their mouths, and that separates. <laughs> the plankton get through, and they reject everything else that bumps into yes. them. But pasta, yes, yes. pasta, whale fettuccine. Whale fettuccine. Um, so... Incredible. And I completely understand. Look, I am not necessarily averse to, like, swimming in the ocean. I like going to the ocean. But, like, yeah, I'm not trying to – I mean, we're reading all these stories recently of, like, there's been an uptick in shark bites off the coast of Long Island and in Florida. And it got Mm -hmm. all these orca whales, like, flipping over yachts and stuff. And there's just, like, a little bit of a reminder out there in the zeitgeist right now. Like, the sea is actually not our home. 
Yeah, you're it in is Shock's house now. <laughs> yeah, like you're in their house, and like right. if they want to take a nibble, like well, that's kind of their prerogative a little bit. Like well, I don't know what to tell you. And yeah. do you think that there's some truth to the fact that like sea life is starting to like gang up? Like orcas have orcas, uh, killer whales like Shamu. Yeah, they yeah. are known to hunt in organized in organized like patterns. They create yeah, waves makes sense. To, like, totally. Break, you know, like to like scare seals. But do you? But now they're saying that. They, I don't even know who they are when I say they, but right. now it's been said that various different um, animals are working together in the sea to knock up, to hit boats, to get people out of their water and stuff like that. Do you, <laughs> that do you think that could be true? Yes, I do. I do think that could be true. I, I, I do. I mean, based on absolutely nothing. I, maybe I just want it to be true. Maybe I sure. want to believe that we live in a world where various species of sea life have yes. some sort of network of communication. So I like to it. imagine. Yeah, I like to. I like that's to think question. that that is true. Yeah, that's my question. Two. It's a two. Two questions. Yeah. On that. Yeah. One. Yeah. Can an orca talk to a dolphin? Not with right. its body language, but like, right. can they Roar. communicate? Kiki, kiki. Yeah. Pasta. Right. Pasta. 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 Do you think can so? Various can species, d- interspecies of sea life, can they cross-communicate with each other? Is there a shared common language? I have right. to believe that there is. I wow. want to believe that evolution has, like, like yes, they're different species. But, it's, I mean, like, look, humans and dogs communicate. You know what I mean? It's, like, not, like, you but know. Like, you they don't, don't, dogs don't talk to us. Yeah, but don't they though? I mean, and you tell me. But it's like but it's body language. It's like reacting. Right, right, like right. oh, like yeah. this is favorable. This is unfavorable. Yes, like yes. I'm, I am happy. I am scared. I am like, sad. Right, that. exactly. But like, can a dog's never going to say like, "Yo, let's go tip over that Volkswagen." <laughs> <laughs> yeah right exactly that's that's true that is true uh, like they do yeah. try them with their body language to be like let's go chase that squirrel which is fair but they're not telling me that so may, i wonder if it is a body language thing it just seems hard to believe that an orca can talk to a dolphin can talk to a tuna i know i know but isn't one of the ways and again i don't already don't know what i'm talking about but sure. isn't one of the ways that like whales and dolphins communicate through like pulses in the water don't yes. they like send each other exactly. like pulses like vibrations like, yeah vibrations and pulses so i don't know i could f- i feel like there is a version of evolution where mm-hmm. like uh, a dolphin just by but like out of darwinian self-preservation has had to learn the various oh, yeah. pulses of whale sharks to sure. save themselves so like there maybe there has been some degree of dolphins learning the language of sharks mm-hmm. almost out of self-preservation but now it's maybe evolved into like, well, now we can just kind of communicate a little bit with each other, kind of. So yeah, I don't no, know. That, that tracks. That's that's all good. Yeah, that makes sense maybe. here. My, my yeah. second question is, if yes, these um, animals in the ocean are working together for like yeah. group projects, essentially, yeah. <laughs> do you think – okay, so let's we, we've established that they have probably ways of communicating, whether it's body language or vibrations or saying pasta. Right. Do you think <laughs> that they actually – and I'm putting a human lens on this – but do you think yeah. that they actually meet up in advance and say, we're thinking about doing this – are you are you with us or against us? Or do you think that it just happens in the moment? We were both by this boat. This boat was like irritating both of us. Let's flip it. What a good question. I mean, I we know, right, from like science and research that like dolphins and whales are like super duper smart and like yes. have and like, you know, like are uh, 
I, I, I mean, I don't know, but like have sort of cognitive sophistication, I don't know, if not on the level of human beings, then like mm-hmm. something approaching that, right? Mm-hmm. And we meet up in conference rooms and strategize. We yes. link up at Coffee Bean and Tea Leafs and talk about what we're going to do next week. Um, yes. So why can't the whales? I kind of think that they can. I kind of like to imagine that like the whales sort of like gather at like Dave's Dave's cave and mm-hmm. like Davis set out a nice little spread a little like plankton board with a mm-hmm. little, little like plankton charcuterie board and yeah they kind of like the first 10 minutes of small talk but then they get into the business of the day which is how many this. yachts are we gonna fl- <laughs> how many yachts do y'all want to flip this week and like where uh, so like I do like to think that there is like a conscious unionizing effort on the on the behalf of the orcas on behalf of the whale sharks on behalf of the dolphins where they are sort of like you know uh pre pro pre production meeting uh having a pre production meeting about you know uh what where the greatest concentration of yachts have been what kind of yacht they've had the most success in terms of overturning uh i like i like to think that that's happening i would love love to think that that's happening actually yes i'm uh, loving it right now so okay so yeah. we're at dave's cave here's my question we're yeah. at dave's cave is this yeah. an open invite or is this kind of like like head of the families like 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 mafia energy because if the orcas are invited, let's not get it twisted. Orcas kill whales. Orcas right. kill dolphins. So if right. they're invited, this is like a big step A for like group respect and trying to heal completely, wounds, completely. You know. Uh, but is it? Uh, do you think that Dave is inviting the heads of the families, or do you think that he is saying, "If you're a dolphin, you're welcomed. If you're an orca, you're welcome." How would you handle no, it? Say you're. I Dave. Th- I think it's heads of the families. You know, like I like to yeah. imagine that, like right. when you get the five heads of the families together, Flipper, they all take out Shamu, Slipper, Shamu, Nemo, Nemo, the gang. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, like the five heads of the families, and you know, like at these mafia meetings, like whatever, I imagine that they all take out their guns and put them on the table, sort of as a right. gesture of peace. Like, right. yes, in the world we're enemies, but this is a safe sanctuary, and for the next sixty minutes, we're allies. So, yes. like, I like to imagine that there's some w- some sea life version of that where the shark removes its like fr- mm-hmm. you know removes one of its teeth, puts it on mm-hmm. the table, as if to say like I'm we are this is. <laughs> No, this is a no, this is a no violent zone for the next sixty minutes. For this next hour, we are allies. So I That's like to think call. that there's some version of that. So <laughs> this is so we're thinking that the shark takes out a tooth and puts it on or the whatever. Table. Yeah. Then we think the whale shark takes out a fettuccine, puts it on the table. Yeah, it takes out one of their fettuccines, puts it on the table, just as a sign of as a truce, as a yeah. gesture think, of a, what, a, what, of a what truce. What does the dolphin do? Does the dolphin plug its hole? Oh. That- <laughs> <laughs> Does it plug its little hole? It probably plugs its little blowhole thing. Right. And yeah, like plugs its little hole as if to say like nothing's coming in or out. I'm here. Like it, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like I'm not going to uh, whatever. Like I'm not a threat. Um, and yeah. then what's Nemo? What's Nemo doing? What's Nemo sacrificing to let you know I'm not a threat? Nemo was a little clownfish, right? Like a little cute, little adorable so. orange clownfish. So yeah, not even didn't even seem too predatory. Yeah, it um, didn't seem too violent. Like <laughs> didn't seem too aggressive in the first place. So I wonder, sort of, yeah, what, how the Nemo and the clownfish community is really even aiding and abetting these. Um, Maybe he puts I, himself I, in a little fish tank, like he's hey, at the guys, table, but he's in a little fish tank. For I'm the, not going to throw a punch. I'm not going to throw, punch. throw a punch. It's, like, it's also just like everyone has made a sacrifice, and I'm no threat, so I'm just going to sit in this little bowl underwater for the solidarity. Of this for solidarity. solidarity. 
Exactly. Solidarity. Union solidarity. Totally. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that feels right. And then they talk. And yep. Dave can, I think, sort of gently lead the meeting, being the orca. He's a little bit the alpha, I would imagine, mm. um, top of the food chain. So That's he's tough saying, on hey, Dave, though. That's tough on Dave. He has to host and lead the meeting. Like, yeah, he's going to have, ha- he's gonna have one eye on the charcuterie board. Like, if it needs to be, For like, sure. replenished, like, I feel like we need to have some. I feel like Nemo should really be running this meeting. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's so. so yeah, that's for a, Dave. It's, it's just just so a much good work point for Dave. And Dave's probably like, guys, I just want to say one thing right off the bat, like quick housekeeping thing. Like I'm feeling a little like I love having you guys over. It's super fun. Like I love having you here. Like don't get it. Uh-oh. Don't get it. Uh-oh. twisted like i really love hosting but Uh-oh. like i was hoping that maybe we could do kind of a round robin thing where it's at mike's next time and maybe nemo mm. hosts the next one i'm just it's just feeling a little overburdened I, there's a lot of cleanup after these meetings and I'm, i would just love to sort of divvy up dave, the labor a little bit if i'm yeah. dave i'm ending the meeting with that i'm not gonna lead start the meeting with that no it's gonna no, set, like, no weird energy out the gate They're yeah gonna be like, does dave even want us here that's right that's right that was a really exactly. good act. That was a really good act of content. That was <laughs> Dave the Orca. Uh, the, just the logistics of boat of yacht flipping. Because yes. it, I may, or maybe it is impulsive, or maybe we're totally way off base, and it's just like, holy shit, you guys, look, it's a yacht. Who's around? Kakao, no. kakao. Who's around? I, but I, I, yeah, no, I think it's way more realistic that Dave way more premeditated. The heads of the family, sharks take their so. teeth out. Whale sharks take so. their fettuccine out. That just makes more that sense. Ma- that makes more. That's a little more. Makes more logical like biological anthropological sense yeah. yes uh makes all right sense for sure um second act break ad real quick okay buddy any ideas <sighs> okay what did we do the first one? Oh, we did uh, uh whale shark sounds uh yeah. um do you just want to maybe run down maybe what's on but just a quick rundown to the menu of the charcuterie board which i think they would have to call a charcuterie board um oh, come on folks uh, <laughs> we should end it. we could end oh, the episode yeah. right there <laughs> A whale charcuterie board. This um, is write the animated film, Adam. <laughs> yes, I will. I'll take. I'll take this one on. We'll do this yeah, solo mission. It. I'm going to tell you yeah. what's on the shark. The whale Thank shark uterie board. Perfect. Thank you. Bye. Pasta. Bye. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We're catching up, but mainly we're talking about charcuterie boards. And mm. uh, I think not only is pasta the language of whale sharks, but it is yes. also uh, their, their snack of choice. So You know one thing it, I have <laughs> never had that I want bad? <laughs> what, Bill? Have you ever seen the pasta that you drop into, like it's cooked pasta and it's really hot, and then you drop it into a Parmesan wheel, and they just like mix it around in the wheel? Oh. I don't think I've ever even seen anything like that, to be honest with you. I don't even think I know what you're talking about. It's just like glutton. It's like for like cheese. So my YouTube, my uh, Instagram algorithm before I got Luna, now my like, if you go to like the little magnifying glass, the search tab in your Instagram, it's just Shiba Inus. It just looks like my pictures of other people's Adorable dogs. dogs. Yes. But before that, the YouTube algorithm figured out, and they were right, that the thing I kind of just wanted when I went onto Instagram and I went to the search page was cheese being melted on stuff. <laughs> it was high school athletes and cheese being and melted cheese. on stuff. <laughs> and you're like, yep, this is the cross section of my interests. This I'm works on a, for me. I'm on an app for two minutes. This seems like a good way to spend it. <laughs> look at yeah. cheese being melted on stuff. But yeah, there was like a fettuccine. So you're oh. familiar with Parmesan wheels, right? Like where Parmesan Yes, starts. of course. Yes, 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 yes. So imagine it like half carved out, right? Oh, like scooped God, out. Dude. Hollowed out. Drop yeah. in burning hot. 
fettuccine into it and it starts just melting the raw parm oh right on it God. and you mix it around oh with a thumb spoon. I want that. I want that too now. Now right. I want that. For I want sure, that dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've been living underwater and we've been living in Mexico for the first 27 minutes of this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said the word solidarity. I did. And one thing that has also been going on for the past three weeks and frankly the past 12 weeks at this point at least, is right? the so, WGA strike, the Writers Guild correct. strike. Yep. And Adam, your union has joined the party. Yesterday, your union also decided to strike. The Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. Now uh, we, it is, uh, it's serious. It's, it's serious. I mean, this is like a real, yeah. Uh, yeah. SAG is striking. Like, so now what? Now showbiz shuts down and there's no more TV and no movies and no nothing. No nothing. Can you still audition for commercials. I don't know. I was Rebecca was saying Chris was telling me that Rebecca was saying that we could, but I don't. Yeah, know about Marina that. was saying the same Not thing. Sure. There's this like like clause or like some sort of I don't know exactly, but that like commercial acting isn't AMPTP. Right, right. Which I get. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, I buy that. I don't know. I definitely don't know. Uh, but uh, I trust Rebecca and Marina. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, have- yeah. Did you have anything on the upcoming schedule that this like prohibits you from acting in that movie or acting in this show? Like, does this affect you directly where you're like, oh shit, I'm not doing that? No, nope. Uh, no, That's good. Uh, just, just, just for just, you know, future, just whatever. I mean, I'm yeah, right. Of course. In the, the same boat the, here. The yeah. Future is, yeah. Uh, Cause yeah. like our friend Rebecca writes on the show, um, night court and it's like a right. 20 some odd week gig. And she was like in week right. four <clears> and suddenly it just stops. It just stops right in the middle, which to me feels like the most, if you don't have anything lined up, it just hurts regardless, but having something lined up and then being like, oh damn, now I can't have that. That's like another, just like, damn, (laughs) you know, just totally damn. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it, it's a real, I, I was, you know, like we've, you've been picketing, we've been picketing and like, it's, I was at a, this Netflix thing and there was a guy, I think maybe I was telling you this, but there was a guy there whose name was Isaac, who is a writer from New York and was this like super charismatic, super friendly, like really gregarious, was like chatting up everyone on the picket line, chatting people. We were like picketing in front of this restaurant. He was like trying to get people to not go in, but also like being really gracious. He just like, I was a little bit in awe of his like tone and just like Mm. his vibe. I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, this is incredible. So then at the end, we all circle up all the, all the uh, WGA members and all the other people who were there kind of circle up to like have a little like whatever, like the labor organizer who was there, Fatima was her name and she was there and and uh and she was like just a little like pep talk basically like we're gonna get through this union solidarity here we go and it was really awesome and this guy isaac gave this like truly stirring like impassioned like right out of a clifford odette's play speech like where he was like tearing up he was getting like really fired up and emotional and he was like we are fighting for our life like we are fighting for our life. Like they, like we are the writers, and like we make up. We are, are the engine of the industry that is the backbone of this city. And like, and I, I was like, it was fired uh, up. It was frankly awesome. Yeah, it was Damn. like, it was awesome. I was like, yes, this is a labor. This is a serious, very serious yes. labor movement, and uh, and it's empowering and it's invigorating to like feel like you're a part of a labor movement. It's also really nerve wracking and anxiety inducing to be like, well, I guess none of us will work for dot dot dot. And it's like the no end in sight of it all, and like mm-hmm. the um, sort of. 
yeah, like this could go on for months. Could it go on for a year? It's been three months like for the WGA. Just, like exactly. we haven't written for television or film for the past three months. And, you know, like from the outsider's point of view, I imagine that it's just like, well, they're fighting for it. They need to. And like, whatever, they, they all make money. It's like, A, it's really, really hard to make money as a writer and, you know, just in the arts as it is. So like not completely very few people are wealthy. <laughs> like even though people right. project wealth onto the entertainment industry, very few are, but even That's more granularly sure. than that is that the more you strike, the more realistic it is that you don't make the enough money for the year to get uh, your health insurance paid for by the union. Absolutely. So there's like a lot of really trickle down real world things that the longer this goes on, the scarier and harder it is. Absolutely. And so just like all the more like Isaacs in the world to remind you of how you have to fight today for a better Absolutely. tomorrow. It's like, it's really, really crucial. And I'll say, I'm so proud to be a writer when I meet other writers who are so well-spoken, like a guy like that, because you realize it's like, awesome. wow, I am in the company of really impressive people, you know, like really skilled, smart, thoughtful, inspired, angry people, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's cool to be surrounded by people you respect, you know? Yeah, righteous anger. There's something like it's, it's, it's. I mean, it's right there in the fr – it's like a paradox – and not even a paradox, but it's just like a soup. It's a bit of a melange of feelings because like you are righteous and the writers and the actors and all like these working class um, – um, you know, like workers in this show business factory like mm -hmm. are really um, – they are, they are fighting – they and we are fighting for our livelihood and our life. Mm -hmm. And like, that is true. Like, it's not dramatic to say that. Like, that is what this, this labor fight is about. And, um, and also it doesn't feel good to feel angry. Like it doesn't feel good to feel like a white hot rage at the billionaires who control everything, whatever. But, uh, but it does feel it, it, anger can feel good and uh, like it's just that paradox of like anger can be really productive and anger and can again, be like especially a productive when it's placed, thing especially when it's like utilized and placed in the right direction yeah right when it yeah exactly like uh, just having anger like either misplaced anger or anger with nowhere to put it productively it's like right. it starts to like self-immolate you know it like totally it's totally corrosive it's, it, yeah, like you could be totally. angry at something outside of you, but at some point that anger is going to make the worst of you. You know, like right. it's going to make you a worse version. But if you have a place to organize that anger, to place that anger, it's like it can be highly productive and necessary and a, the catalyst you need to actually get things done that you couldn't prior, you know? And that's totally. why these strikes and these picket lines have been like so heartening to be like, it sucks to be angry, but I'm so glad that we can be angry together and, you know, fight for the, the future. It's, it's yeah. just a really, I'll say though, 12 weeks is a long time of doing it. And like, there are some friends of ours that like run certain sites, like our friend Brittany, like basically oversees gate four at Warner brothers. And she's been there like every single day, you it's, know, it's for the job. last it's, 12 weeks. It's, it's a full-time job. It's its own job. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And fatigue. It, starts showing up and I'm just right. going to take a day off here. I'm going to take a week off here. That energy starts creeping in. But more than that, a heat wave is coming to Los Angeles. L and that's literally. where it gets hard and harder and harder. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, it is, it, it's, it's, 
I, I am. We are all invested in this, and like, yes, it is about show business, this particular labor movement. But it does feel also there's like a more global ten thousand foot view element of it, where like you have UPS drivers striking, you have teachers striking. And yes, it seems right. Like there is like labor, a labor, movements. yeah, labor movement is, seems to be happening in like all different yeah, pockets like, of labor. A, Across different industries, and that also feels kind of unifying. That um, to me, at least, like it just feels yeah. like unifying to be like, yeah, like fight, fight for your rights for sure. Uh, but it's it's also scary. I mean, it's scary. It's it's. Um, I don't think it is dramatic to say that like sh- the show business models are uh, or whatever. I mean, like this is a bit of a existential crossroads for. TV or whatever, like the way the TV is made and like how, how the wealth is distributed and like it's mm-hmm. it's uh, the consequences of this strike, however it plays out, will be will be really serious and like will yes. we'll, uh, major consequences for for thousands of people. So yeah. it's it's serious, it's serious, and uh, yeah. it like you said, anger with a with a purpose and anger with a productive place to put it can feel really invigorating. Yes. Um, and. Uh, keeping spirits up is definitely a big part of it right it's like and like listening to a guy like isaac it's just like hell yeah dude like yes like stiffens the spine and like strengthens our resolve when you're like it's it it is like you said it's inspirational to to be around really smart really articulate really righteously angry folks who um and and it just that that like rubs off on you and it's just like that i agree yeah yeah but do you do you um the SAG president, the president of SAG is the nanny, correct? Fran Drescher? Yeah. <laughs> yes, correct. So that's funny. Like, that's just, yes. a, funny, <laughs> that's just a funny thing. Yes, except president the nanny. Yes. Yes. So the nanny is the president of one of the biggest labor unions. There's like, a, what, like 170,000 members in SAG or something like is that? Is that right? Something like that, yeah. It's like, without a doubt, like the, the biggest number of people, just right. volume right. of people. What should do you have feelings about the nanny? Because I feel like I haven't done enough research on the SAG side of it all, but it seems like people are usually more frustrated with the nanny than being like, "Hell yeah, nanny, speak my language." Yeah, I don't, I don't have to, I don't have strong feelings. I, I don't think about the president, the nanny. I think that <laughs> president uh, nanny. <laughs> um, I mean, I. I don't know, man. She's rich. People who are rich for a long time mm. lose t- lose touch. Mm. Uh, she's been rich. She's been rich for a long time, and That's so well it's like if you've been wealthy for a long time, like you get disconnected from the real world. Yes. And it's like I and think you that forget just about all of yes. That's so. Yeah, that's so well completely. said. I agree. Uh, and it's like the working actors, just the people who make you know yeah. forty thousand dollars a year you know just exactly. like grinding it out you know it's exactly. like, like that's who this is trying right. to defend and save Th- that's right oh, like tax bracket wise she probably has more in common with the people we're striking against than the people mm. in her union you know what i mean mm. it's like so like there's that tricky bit of it uh there and was, also she's please. she seems like i mean like she's you know like you know there's been recent whatever like little like pr stumbles like her being photographed in italy with kim kardashian or whatever it's just like well she's not it's not like she's not really pre- like presenting as like a woman of the people rolling yes. up her sh- rolling up her sleeves and like getting that's down to the picket line with the plebes right that's been your read yeah so i thought that's but, but in ter- yeah so but also to her credit, we're striking. I, to be yeah. honest with you, I, I was skeptical that SAG was going to strike at all. I kind of thought we weren't. Um, why did? Can you explain why that was in your gut? I thought President the Nanny would cave. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the President the Nanny would cave. President um, the Nanny. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I think 
the, I think that's kind of what I thought. Maybe or feared, but I, I so yeah. I'm encouraged at least by the fact that SAG is striking at all. Um, yeah. So she put out uh, that like video two weeks ago or something that kind of made it seem like a strike is not inevitable, and or like some sort exactly, of exactly, exactly, and like, exactly right. But but then all these like heavy hitters, like these like very famous actors, started showing up and being like, <laughs> I'm pro strike. I feel like right. Jennifer Lawrence or like De Niro, just like names that was like, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pro strike. And it was just like, yeah. okay, so President the Nanny has one point of view, but right. like the, the generals, the top ranking generals, they also get a vote, you know? That's and I, right. I was very excited to be like, it, everyone just doesn't glom onto what President the Nanny thinks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think, um, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, um, I, so I don't – again, and I am sure. not like a super involved new. union member guy, uh, okay. but I feel like um, I'm, in, I'm heartened by the strike. But I also am incredibly suspic- not suspicious, wary of – I don't – it's not like I, I like trust her blindly. She's my union president who I follow to the ends of the earth. Like right. I don't feel that way. I'm incredibly uh, suspicious and, and wary of rich mm-hmm. People in general, frankly. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> and sure. like, uh, and uh, because, you know, the rich people, like we said, if you've been rich for 40, 30 years or whatever, 40 years, you've been a millionaire, have all of your needs met for long enough that you forget mm. what it's like to not be able to have your needs met. Mm-hmm. And so like that is, uh, and so, yeah, I think that we should, everyone should be holding all of their union leaders, like, you know, um, um, lo- yes, union solidarity, yes, loyalty, but also like, um be look at them with a critical eye for sure and yep. uh so that I, I guess that's those are my vague loose feelings about about uh fran drescher fran drescher less i think it's less vague and i think it's less vague than you think i think you just did yeah. a very good job of explaining how you feel and i think it's a I feeling that is. most people feel with their bosses too where yeah. it's just like like this is the person who like speaks on my behalf but at some point yeah. if there is like a breaking point you have to be skeptical and maybe organized. totally i don't know Absolutely. It's like it's like that old sort of like thing about like patriotism. It's like, you know, the like the people who are mo- like patriotism doesn't mean blindly following the flag, blind lo- blind loyalty to the flag. In fact, it means the opposite. Like true right. patriotism is like uh is like d- demanding better of your country at all times. That's the whole point. Because yeah, like right. you believe in its ideals. So like you of course you, like true patriots are critical of their country because they want it to be the best it can be. So like every country not... is built on rebellion. Every country is built yeah, exactly, on rebellion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's totally. Just how change exactly. works. That's how improvement That's right. occurs. Right. That's right. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We will see what happens. I mean, I know that. Um, yeah. But I was just talking to Chris and Rebecca about this, actually. But I don't know. I can see a world where this strike, I mean, I think we all can, I guess, like extends, you know, months and months, like into the holidays, basically. And like yes. I could see a, ver- a world where like the AMT ptp or whatever like all the, your bob Igers and your like billionaire media ceos are like all right you do you please want to have a good christmas or a bad christmas it's up to you like do you guys want to come like <sighs> i could see them bald like, face evil bald face oh yeah with sentences completely. like that completely but can't you see that happening i mean that almost seems like the most reasonable yeah ver- like i could like uh to me that seems really reasonable so we'll see how this works it uh it's definitely daunting to mm-hmm. be staring down an interminably long, uh, undefinedly lengthed future of of no work yes. is spooky for everyone, for all of us, obviously. Uh, but also, it's righteous. That's the thing. That's the righteous piece of the righteous anger. It's righteous, mm-hmm. and um, and so that is. I, I take a lot of like 
whatever, I think we all do take a lot of strength and like that we are on the right. We are actually morally correct yep. and right. And, right. and um, if you are in Los Angeles or New York City or any of these places where these pickets are happening, you're invited to join. And oh, now join. That SAG, and now that SAG is there, you'll probably see more hot celebrities. So, so I that's mean, join and try and see a hot celeb. You never like Taylor Lautner or whoever will probably be there. Like you I don't probably... even know who that is. I but he I, I, he or she may. <laughs> Who's Taylor? Who is Taylor Lautner? Oh, wait, Twilight. I think Twilight maybe. I think a wolf. I think I think a vampire maybe. I think maybe okay. a wolf. <laughs> anyway, All right, we'll do our hot, research. We'll do our hot research Twilight. On hot Twilight wolves might be there, so you never know what you're gonna see. Yeah, so join the picket. Maybe you'll see a hot sure. Twilight wolf. Um, exactly. Exactly. Adam, I got a bail. It's forty five minutes. We we talked whales it. and we talked wolves. We talked whales, we talked wolves. <laughs> but most importantly, <laughs> we got an episode in. We did the impossible. We did it, buddy. We, got we one did in. it. We did it. We did yeah. it, man. All right, Nash, thank you for being patient with thank us. Thank you the so Nash, much. The Nash is patient. <laughs> Thank you for Ganesh has been Paish. Uh We will do better to uh, be on time and to be on schedule. But yes, you never know. You, you just never, know. never know. You never you know, know in this crazy world. Uh, it's a crazy world, awesome. and for that world and for this podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig, and like always, we will try to talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a Headgum podcast. <laughs>